This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome back to Talking Banter, the official dynamic banter after show. Today we're talking about episode 12, Magnets. I'm Brett Register, and with me as always is Owen Carter. Hey, hey, Owen. Hello, Brett. Hey, man. How, how's your week been? Oh, it's been real hot over here. Has it? A little bit. Um, Our air conditioner broke six days ago. Oh, no. For those of you who don't live in Southern California, it started to be 100 degrees about four days ago. And right now I'm sitting in a small room with a closed window to get uh, premium audio for you guys. (laughs) And I'm sweating my balls off. (laughs) And I'm wearing my cushy fucking headphones for no reason. And you got the full beard. Yeah, I mean, these headphones are way more comfortable, but they are significantly warmer. Anyway, that that brings us to the the elephant in the room, and that is that this episode is coming late. And I I don't know if we've identified a schedule, but in my head, our schedule is always Wednesday. So if we're not hitting Wednesday, I feel bad. Yeah, fucked up. I'm not saying I'm sorry. I'm just saying I feel bad, And, and I'm blaming it on my air conditioning. But as a an extra, since the episode's coming late, we decided to bring in our first guest. Our first guest ever on the podcast, Chris McCaleb. Oh, wow. Nope, that wasn't your introduction. You can't speak yet. I'm going to give a whole list of credits. <laughs> okay, I'll be quiet. I was going to say four-time Emmy nominee, but that's incorrect, right? Five? I mean, it's if I mean, if you're keeping track, it's five. But who's nobody's keeping track. Two of them are daytime nominations. So, you know, what is that even? What is that? That, even? that that's barely even a nomination. Well, that's I mean, that's rude. But, you know, hey, <laughs> <laughs> am I really your first guest? Yeah. So well, Dynamic Banter had uh, a back to back guest two weeks in a row. And we've been uh, trying to wrangle a guest, but it has to be the right guest for the podcast. And whether you know it or not, uh, you are somewhat, as as the kids are saying, in game to this podcast universe because you were mentioned in uh, our other podcast, First Time Show, as a as a pioneer in the podcasting world. But because of your Breaking Bad podcast, not because of uh, new mediocracy or all the the other podcasts or oh wait as a podcast pioneer is that's that how, how the conference is that how it went i don't remember that exactly well here's the thing i also don't remember i just remember your reference and i doubt anyone's gonna go check <laughs> fair enough are the people listening to this podcast they're they're not the type of people to go down rabbit holes and track stuff down at all and you're just baiting them. No, they totally are. They're gonna figure it out. And they're they're gonna they're going to tweet me a month from now uh <laughs> what we actually said. 
How funny that that's what something that Steve talked about on this podcast. That's right. So you listened to Dynamic. This is a great. You're a really good first guest because you listened to your first episode of Dynamic Banter today to do this show. So you've got this really fresh, unique perspective on Dynamic Banter, but you have no idea what talking banter is. I mean, I know conceptually what talking banter is because it was described to me, I believe, in your kitchen by the two of you. Oh, you were there. There's 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 so many levels to this (laughs) to the banter. Well, it was also described to you at the beginning of this podcast when I said it's the official dynamic banter after show. It's kind of like a universe that extends on and on and on. Well, is that does that mean this is a good time for me to plug my new podcast banter tracks? Dead ear? Is it on dead ear? <laughs> it could be on dead ear. Still own, um, still own it. It's still we, it can uh, happen, Brett. M- me and Chris did everything to launch a podcast network, uh, with the exception of actually releasing any podcast a few uh, years. Back. Oh yes, well uh, we recorded we'll them, we just never released them. I yeah, I, we'll get into that because I have a, a bit of a bone to pick uh, with both of you about two different things, but uh, <laughs> that'll come later. Yeah, well, let's let's hold off. We'll call that the uh, we'll call that the comment section. Fair enough. We'll we'll let you comment. So basically, what we do, uh, dynamic banter. Those boys, they bring it so hard every week that we felt the the need. To go in and sort of unpack and just piece apart uh, sort of what they talked about. Give it a little more time and a little more, uh, you know. Yeah, what, what, how, would you, how would you describe it, Owen? <laughs> yeah, we're, you know that, that, I mean, it's like any after show. You just, you gotta, you need, you want to talk to somebody about it. There's so many things, you know. There's just so much to unpack. Yeah. And it's like you don't want to unpack alone. You don't spend Christmas morning unpacking presents alone. You do it with friends and family, and that's what we're doing right here. Did you ever have today. an alone Christmas? No. Chris? I guess I should, and then I would have a point of reference. That sounds like a real bummer, Brett. It would be. <laughs> I did it once. That's why I didn't that's why I didn't do this episode by myself. This is a this is <laughs> a really th- tough whoa, one to I schedule. Think you're, you're really you are minimizing Owen's contribution to this podcast. <laughs> but I feel like Owen's got the inside track, right? So Owen, you're you're yes. you're you're not only not only are you the co-host of Talking Banter, you were on this episode of Dynamic Banter. Yeah. I mean not to sp- not to skip ahead, but Jesus, man, why bury the lead? You're on there, you're playing you're playing the keys. That was you, right? <laughs> playing piano? Yeah. That was excellent. <laughs> That's I like why that. Owen's I like that. our insider. He's our insider, yeah. but he's cagey. <laughs> he's not always forthcoming with all the information. I do my best. Uh, yeah, no, we're, we're just Brett. Brett was really uh, taken aback at first because, you know, I'm there. I'm on the inside. He was really kind of. Starstruck. Right, I was more fan than podcast host at yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, but I think he's gotten used to it now. That's so it's not a big deal anymore. You know, you know how that goes. And, and do you feel like that, it's a conflict of interest? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, speaking <laughs> of that, <laughs> trying to yeah, move this sorry, thing say along. That, say that again. 
This, uh, well, I was going to say, uh, speaking of that, let's let's get right into it. There's All right. This episode, Chris, you're coming in on a fucking great one. All right. Oh, so man. Dynamic Banter started off with, with Mike saying that some podcasts aren't good. That's why I'm so excited you're here, Chris, because you and I get down on a lot of podcasts. <laughs> And we do just so that just so the listeners know, uh, Owen just got up to get a glass of water, but I don't think he listens to many podcasts outside the EZU. The, the best the best part was that because we're speaking to each other on do, do they know that we're not in the same room? Is that is that public? Is that do they, they know? don't know? No, I mean, it's no, oh, then who can then I won't say it. I, I laughed out loud because. Google Hangouts decided to switch to the empty chair for a minute. It was, it, was, it was like, well, what does the chair have to say? It was a real Clint Eastwood moment. They don't know that we're not in the same room, but there's a segment on Dynamic Banter that happened once called Let's Be Transparent. So let's be transparent. We are recording this remotely at 9.30 Wednesday night. This will go live tomorrow Boom. morning. So when you're listening to this, just know that a few hours ago, we fucking recorded this thing. I like how, why is Chris so enthusiastic about that? I'm an enthusiastic guy. Owen, <laughs> I know we don't know each other that well yet. You got excited about 9.30 on a Wednesday. <laughs> Chris lives his life like he's in a pro wrestling match yeah, all the time. I think that's why he's a professional. He's, he's always taking the stage. At high energy, that's man. I wish I had that real bad. Um, I'm a pi- pioneer. So now that you're back, Owen, uh, we started off talking about Mike saying that some podcasts aren't good. Right. What is your? Vo- How many podcasts are you listening to right now? Uh, me? Yeah. Um, it can be two. This one and first time show. <laughs> There's no way. I actually did re-listen to one episode because we laughed so much. But there's no way I can. A first time show. Yeah. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear us talk about Lost again. <laughs> I I agree, but I this last Wait, is first that time show, the, the two hour one, I re-listened to because yeah, it was like a a nonstop series of giggle fits. Is that what the first time show is? That's your Lost podcast? Yes. Is that still going on? Oh, God. Yes. We're in season one, man. Season one of your podcast or of the television program Lost? <laughs> Both. <laughs> season two will be a different show. A Just yet like to Mr. Be, Robot. A yet-to-be-named show. Is Mr. Robot a Fight Club ripoff? I keep hearing different things, and I haven't seen him for myself. I just yesterday I had a day off, weirdly, because I've worked every day for four weeks, and they don't want to get me into crazy overtime. And uh, I watched the entire first season of Mr. Robot yesterday in one day, and I would say, with this doesn't really give anything away. It's like if Fight Club was anonymous, the hacker group. Mm. So imagine this sort of underground movement mm-hmm. that instead of them being like, you know, Project Mayhem and doing things, imagine that they were hackers. Got it. 
Oh, that's, that's the first time that's that probably... show has been pitched in a way that makes me want to watch it. <laughs> I, you know what? Everybody told me I would love it. I've been fighting those things for my whole life, and I finally started giving in. Started watching Battlestar Galactica, which I love. Um, and uh, I loved it. I loved the first season. I started the second season. It slows down way much. But wait, anyway, Mr. Robot or Battlestar? Uh, Mr. Robot. Okay. Um, but we're but Brett, I don't know. We're here to talk banter. That's right. Yeah, we are. But I'm realizing now I, I don't know if we ever gave our listeners your backstory. Oh, who yeah. You are and what you do. <laughs> you just said how I many started, times he's been nominated, but, but you didn't I say what for <laughs> by making fun of your Emmy nomination. So uh, give us who what, what how do people know you? So wait, so your introduction to your audience is to tell me to give them my credentials? <laughs> yeah, it's my show. <laughs> Are you really the Let host me... of this show? What is this? It's a, it's more of a hive mind. It's more Fair of enough. a everybody's a little bit of a host, you know? Um, okay. You're a little bit of a host. I can be sometimes. It's been it's been literally years since we recorded a new mediocracy, but um, I, well, I listen, we scheduled one. My Bernie Remember? Sue. We what? scheduled we, one. We, we had a date and a time. We, did we? Yeah, we did it. We were gonna Fair do enough. our year in review, and then everybody. I think Steve got a sunburn, and nobody could show. Nobody could do it. Remember, Steve like got a, a sunburn, and he had to excuse. lay down. That's that's like that's like I can't come out tonight. I have to talk to somebody real quick. <laughs> like that being your excuse. Like that's a terrible excuse. Um, no, are but you, for, uh, for are you trying to avoid the question of who you are? Who am I? I'm Chris McCaleb. Um, I, in addition to being the co-host of the Better Call Saul Insider podcast, uh, I have also been an editor on Better Call Saul. I'm currently an editor. I edit TV shows. Uh, I recently finished up Fear the Walking Dead, which is on TV right now, season two. Um, if you if you like that sort of thing, and there's some really cool stuff coming up this season. And um, yeah, we're, I've uh, but also prior to that, the reason I know Brett is I I uh, am one of the co-founders of Big Fantastic, which you've also probably never heard of. Uh, but we used to make uh, internet shows they were like mostly scripted dramas which uh turns out not not that many people are all that interested in in short form scripted dramas but um we sure were on on youtube or whatever right on the on the tube yeah 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 um and that feels uh, like plenty that feels like yeah like the perfect (laughs) amount of of backstory yeah um so that is why you're the perfect person to speak on some podcasts are bad or some podcasts aren't good. Um, yeah. I mean, well, the thing is that uh, I, there, there's a real dividing line with podcasts, which the people who are listening to this probably don't need to hear about. But I have a terrible commute in the morning. Right. And any anybody who has a really long drive or a really long train ride or really whatever uh, – knows about this and so when you have a really long commute you can listen to you know five plus podcasts a week on the regular yeah and you know that's that's not even uncommon that's not weird i I hope it's definitely the new radio just you get to pick 
Totally. Like but it's, when it's, it's talk on radio. And, and who you. Yeah. Yeah. But but do you remember like did your parents listen to talk radio and you'd be like Ugh, so boring I want to listen to yeah, <laughs> yeah so boring and that's all I listen to now essentially is talk radio and and, and my but, parents but yeah, listen I, to the Christian rock station that's the only so kind of would be that's that's worse. the the actual worst music that there is that's the only music I oh hear. you that weren't my, a fan of Jesus Freak by DC Talk. <laughs> that was a good one, but this but is actually I think, on I think, topic. This is a very musically I think that's like episode. Keep it to yourself stuff. The Christian rock. The first concert <laughs> I ever went to was Steve Stephen Curtis Chapman. <laughs> I gotta Which, say, it's you don't, like it's, right now. You're like I don't know who that is. You should not know who that is. <laughs> For, is it Stephen Curtis Chapman, the guy who killed John Lennon? Isn't that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he went into uh, gospel uh, after that. But, um, yeah, Stephen Curtis Chapman, I got in trouble because I was trying to play my Game Gear during the concert, and it was too bright. <laughs> it was like a beacon in the midst of uh, all this praise and worship. Um, but what I was going to say is, uh, for me, if I like a podcast, I like the host and the people uh, bantering, if you, if you will. I there are no bad episodes. I I I don't agree with you. I oh you froze. Oh there you are. I I um I I agree with with uh, Steve and Mike. I I think that that like one of my favorite one of my regular podcasts is Who Charted, which just today celebrated their three hundredth episode. <clears throat> and uh, congratulations, <laughs> Kulop and Howard, and 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 Brett. But like, not you, Brett. Brett Morris, aka Starred. People who listen to who, fellow chartists will understand. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I'm, I'm not opposed to a congratulations though. But you can do it later, but, so it doesn't feel forced. But I'll tell you, they have had some real duds, and and whether it's well, that what's one that of the show about there, what is it like? What's uh, the premise? The premise is it's who charted, and they use the top five charts in usually in music and movies. As a starting point to just kind of shoot the shit about their guest and their guest is usually a comedian or a movie star or a celebrity of some kind, usually comedians. And um, that's what it is. It's just it's just like it's a jumping off point. The charts. Sounds good. And yeah, it's it's really what makes an episode not good then. What like does the chart have to be bad? Just ignore the screaming child in the background. That's what's clearly what you're doing. (laughs) <laughs> That's just like, don't talk about it or pay any attention to it. It's you brought it up, man. It's barely happening. Um, what? So what makes an episode? Chobin scream like they're is, being murdered. Because <laughs> I'm thinking more. <laughs> I know they do, and my son likes to yell help. Oh no! In public, <laughs> and, and I realize that there's no way for me. I, I guess there is, but I, if a stranger came up, I would have to prove that I'm my yeah. son's father, and yeah. I don't really know how to do that other than to make him call me dad. Yeah, does he? I guess he doesn't have an ID. I don't carry yet. around any sort of like his birth certificate. He's not carrying ID. Well, what's yet. that going to prove? What What's a birth certificate going to prove? Is that going to prove that our president is a natural born citizen? Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what. You know what? Fuck dynamic banter. Let's really dig into Obama here. I think that we've... I don't know that anybody... Um, 
that's that's no, what I, makes but, uh, <laughs> a bad podcast is when it goes political to me, <laughs> to me but to answer your question to me mm-hmm. what makes a bad podcast is <clears throat> usually it has to do if the guest sucks yeah or if 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 there's just <clears throat> excuse me what is happening if like um there's just no the energy is just off or like somebody just doesn't is having a weird day or they're just not feeling it and the 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 chemistry something happens and that to me is a bad like but like how did this get made i don't think it's had a single bad podcast because it's so good they're always yeah it's the best i love it yeah. and uh i mean wtf which i've i've listened to since 2010 like that there have been some bad ones just because I wasn't interested in the guest or right. Marin wasn't connecting to the guest or whatever. And, and, um, you know, I, I would say that I, I, I agree with what Mike was saying about that. Um, but I don't, I mean, I, I can't believe that we're hung up or still on this terrible podcast thing. When are we going to get well, into magnet gate? I just realized that this is a podcast and the the purpose of this podcast is to talk about another podcast, and now we're talking about additional podcasts. And I feel like it's just but become, they were too. We're 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 it's, but their their podcast with, but isn't about. Oh, another you're podcast. saying us talking about other podcasts is an extension of their conversation. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying it's crazy. <laughs> we should move on to roller coasters. To Magnet Gate. Did they even introduce what roller coaster they're talking about? Because yes. I didn't hear that. Yes. The Rockin' Roller Coaster. The fucking Aerosmith Roller Coaster. Uh, I've been on that roller coaster uh, several times. So, so in this particular instance, I have a unique perspective on it. It used to it's be at, at MGM. What? Where is it? So, it used to be... Uh, so I grew up in Central Florida. I made it out. This is where you could congratulate. Yeah, see, there you go. Um, <laughs> it, it used to be at MGM. So what's now Disney Hollywood Studios or something like that in Florida uh, used to be MGM. It was a theme park. It was one of and, the, the Disney parks, yeah. Right. And because I was a dork when I was a kid, my favorite thing to do was they had a um, – uh, what are those things called that, like above a stage, a catwalk? They had a little catwalk, and you could look down on all the animators animating Lion King or whatever. I don't know what they were actually That's pretty, doing. That's like slave labor. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, but I wanted to be an animator when I was a kid, so I loved. I would just stand there and watch them, and tours would go by. Uh, we would abandon our tour, and my my dad would look like he wanted to kill himself. And I would just stare at these people while they drew you know, Simba over and over again. Anyway, years later, when I was in college, they put in the rock and roller coaster. And everyone was fucking pumped because it fires off at the beginning. That was, was all the, anybody could talk about. Was that one of the first ones that did it? The fast um, start? Thing? Or Superman? I mean, that's, maybe at I don't know. Six that's flags? way too big of a statement for me to make, but... It was the first one that I was aware of in Central Florida. Sure. Later, I think the Superman Incredible is the Hulk first ride like that. What's what? I think Superman is the first ride. It that was. Did that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, but I thought 
all roller coasters were uh, powered by magnets. Oh, anyways. Are those yeah. magnet sounds? What are these sounds? Oh, it's it's Wednesday night. Uh, oh, the, okay. <laughs> that should be <laughs> the no end more. of the explanation. Yes. Oh, absolutely. it's Wednesday night. I, I, that satisfies my curiosity completely. <laughs> those are um, the, that's that's the dads who like to ride their motorcycles on Wednesday night. But uh, I looked this up because that's that's the kind of podcast this is, and. M- Electromagnetic propulsion is what they use. I'm looking at an article called Coasters 101. That's magnets, Launch right? Launch systems. And uh, they're speaking specifically about electromagnetic propulsion. Magnets. That's magnetic, right? Magnetic. It says it uses strong electrical impulses to attract and repulse magnetic fins attached to the vehicles. The stator and rotor are laid out in a line, in in parentheses, as opposed to a torque or rotation. This article is assuming we know what that means, uh, which produces a linear force and contains no moving parts. This propulsion system is fairly popular because it offers a very precise control of speed. The acceleration from the launch is greatest at the beginning and dies off rapidly towards the end of the launch there are two types of electromagnetic propulsion used on roller coasters linear induction motors or i sorry lim and linear synchronous motors lsm the article then goes on to specify what those two things mean but <laughs> I'll just post a link in the Twitter. <laughs> What's that Twitter, Owen? I mean, talking banter at talking banter with no G. Hey, Chris. Hey, Brett. How do you feel like the uh, podcast is going so far? <clears throat> are you talking about talking? Are you talking talking banter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like so far, you're feeling. We're like halfway through. Uh, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna reserve judgment. I mean, it's Great. possible that this is gonna be Mike Falzone, Falzone, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's possible. <clears throat> hey, Brett. Hey, hey Owen. Re- remember <laughs> when possible. I said I? <laughs> this is this is a good edit point. Hold on, hold on. Ready? Mm-hmm. It's possible that this is gonna be Mike Falzone style, a terrible episode of this really great podcast. But, uh, you know, to each their own. I don't think so. If you've listened back to this podcast, I think this is amongst the best already, as represented by your victory dance. Which you, you know can't they can't hear that on the they podcast. Can't hear that. No, the best part is it only switches back to you when you make the noise of jumping back <laughs> toward the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I said that I needed you to to unpack my notes but only magnet man uh i'm realizing now as i read forward so i you can sort of take that weight off your shoulder for the time being i mean are we going to get into all the talk about bands i mean i feel like they talk after they talked about harry's razors for 30 minutes (laughs) they talked about like every 90s band ever I wanted to wait till at least halfway. I think we're good and past halfway. 
Um, I hope so. There was a tweet <laughs> that linked to a list on Reddit of all the bands they mentioned. Uh, so I thought that was going to be, I thought it would be really fun. We could go through it. Unfortunately, when I went there, it, it had been, been deleted. But why? So we're on our fucking own. But I read that tweet well, before I listened. Did you check so the I thought, subreddits I don't need to write these down. things like that? I why just, would they I literally that? clicked the link and then stopped looking. But I feel like we don't need to do a direct one-to-one breakdown of every band. Probably not. Um, but I think it's best if we just do the ones we remember. Because they were the ones that were most impactful. And I wrote well, in all caps, I love Sublime, need to talk to Steve. Fascinating, because... I agree with Steve. I never got Sublime. And to this day? My girlfriend, well, yeah, kind of. I mean, my my, my girlfriend, Lauren, um, loves Sublime. And <clears throat> we've listened to several, like, Sublime Pandora channels. That I don't like any band that they would play on a Sublime Pandora station, except for Sublime. It would be like trying to listen to a nirvana pandora station because they're gonna hit you with like seven dust and what what are other wow seven dust no come on stop it they're not gonna hit you with nickelback and a sublime they're gonna hit you with with some more stoner rock and i think i didn't understand sublime back in the day because Mm -hmm. a i was I think I was either a senior and I'm, I'm, I'm a bunch older, you guys. And, uh, I was either, I was either late in high school or perhaps a freshman in college when sublime hit and they hit with where it's at. And then I think like shortly thereafter, Bradley died. The lead is Bradley, right? Is the lead singer? Yes. And of a heroin overdose. And I never understood why they kept releasing singles and why they were so popular. It's not that I didn't like it. It's just that I didn't, it didn't capture me. And maybe that's because I didn't smoke weed at the time. And I I hadn't done really any drugs. I actually didn't drink really even then. And so it, I I wonder if, wait, where did you grow up? Arizona, Tucson. Okay. And there's the plenty deal. of substances in Tucson. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about substances. To me, Shout Sublime, out Tucson. What, what? Sublime is surf rock. And bands like Fish and OAR, those are like stoner rock. Okay. You're so close. <laughs> so uncomfortably close to the camera. So that was a for good me, cut. I loved Sublime and I but I don't really like other surf rock. Now the yeah. other totally other subgenre of stoner rock I hate uh, across the board. Interesting. <laughs> Chris now has his shirt pulled up over his head. Now hold on, but I was getting somewhere. Steve grew up yeah. in California. Mhm. Okay, so I grew up in Florida and Gross. 
It, absolutely. Uh, Ariel Lazarus whole, style. Shout out to Ariel Lazarus. Whoa, name drop. Name drop at minute. What is this? 40, 49. I feel like I don't we've have been recording counter. for I'm several hours up. at least. At this point, it, it feels like that for a reason. <laughs> so in Florida, we were all about anything that was going on in Southern California. So all the West Coast rap, Sublime, all that, we fucking loved it because we wanted to be Southern California. So for Steve to be sure. here and be in it and not listen to either Sublime or any West Coast rap is baffling and, and upsetting to me. Like when you it, it is a, like when you meet someone who lives out here and has never gone to Disneyland. You're like, but if I lived there, I'd go to Disneyland all the time. Yes, it's like you have to appreciate where you're from enough to listen to Sublime because they're amazing. <laughs> well, I see. Hold on, but I I don't necessarily agree with that because I think you can listen to Sublime and go, okay, this is music, and it's just not for me. And I never, I still, I still listening to it. And, and and I want to rephrase what I said because we weren't listening to a sublime Pandora. We have done that while cooking Blue Apron. And guys, if you haven't checked out Blue Apron, if you go right it's now, not an official sponsor to blueapron.com. No, you're okay. That's fair. Right now, um, we're sponsored by Johnson Boating. Is that, is that treat is yourself that true? to some special time with you and your Johnson? Wow. Yeah. Is that real? What what is it's a what's big time right sponsor? Now? Okay. Do you need a boat? We can get you. Oh, it's a, it's a boat sponsor. Yeah, we can get you a great deal on a boat. You can listen to this podcast on a boat. Do I have to wait. Do I have to buy the boat or can I rent the boat? Johnson Boating doesn't rent boats, Chris. This is a goddamn lifestyle. You can't pop in Fair. for a weekend. <laughs> yeah, you you can't you can't you go own to the Hamptons or you sink the boat. Sinking the boat, the Brett Register story. The point is, <laughs> Brett, let's let's get back to let's get back to the point we we're trying to make, Brett. Okay. The bone the bone that I have to pick with you, Brett, is that for Dead Ear, we were supposed to record a podcast called Unnecessary Commentary. What do you mean supposed to? We, we recorded record one. one. You you forced me. For the listeners, for the listeners, a little backstory. You forced me to watch the movie Just Go With It, the Adam Sandler movie, and we recorded a podcast about it. I really enjoyed the process. And then we agreed, we agreed to watch the movie Jack and Jill. I was in 2011. I was, I'm airing my grievances here. This is, I think, my, this is my platform. I was in Baton Rouge. I was working on the movie Pitch Perfect, and I went. Jack and Jill came out. I went to the movie theater by myself. I took four pages of notes. Oh no! It is, <laughs> it is for real. One of the worst movies I've ever seen in an incredible way. And the movie ended. The lights came up, and there were two teenage girls behind me. And one of them said, "That's the funniest movie I've ever seen." Which was very troubling. So Brett, we we pledged to we we agreed to this. Now Brett, did you go to see that movie? I to this day haven't seen that movie. Yeah. Okay. 
There it is. Thank you for admitting that. I appreciate your honesty. Next question. But you have this story to, sh- to share forever. <laughs> I, s- I suppose that's true. It's, uh, like a, it's a gift. Chris, it's a gift I, that keeps on giving. I, I didn't know it at the time, but I kind of got Brett back for you. <laughs> what did you do? We had a homework. Did you make him watch? We had a homework assignment from a fan. And we were going to watch and report on the movie The Pacifier. Wow. No, no, no. I don't agree. Owen. You're saying The Pacifier you, isn't as bad? Owen, have you seen Jack and Jill? No. I heard, I've heard about Owen, it. Owen. <laughs> I urge you. And I'm and uh, and now that I have your phone number, I'm gonna text you and Steve and Bree and Zoya, who is uh, Mike's girlfriend, fiance, who likes Owen, loves Owen, according to Mike, um, <laughs> according to this podcast. As long as we're talking banter, um, as long as you guys are gonna try to please don't say the title with, with such disdain. So she doesn't like you. Is that what it is? No, she loves me. She does love you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Oh, too much? No. I mean, you're look. listen, you're you're a nice-looking man. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at you right now. Not a, it's, I, it's actually, I like daddy-like, if you will. <laughs> no? Too gross? Way gross. No. Yeah, I in, gross myself out. You ever gross yourself out? In my mind, there's uh, one kind of love, and it's platonic and uh, unending. That's the only kind of love? Yeah. Romantic love is just chemicals. That's true. That's actually, yeah, it's like it's lust. Yeah. But, uh, so, wow. so, in, in my real. mind, yeah, she's, she's, she loves me, and that's great. And that's no cool. threat to her chemicals with Mike. <laughs> I like it. It's not, so it's not romantic sounding. On... You don't say that stuff to girls, but, you know. It's just chemicals? Yeah. <laughs> You know what's funny about this particular podcast right now is at the beginning of this, I was going to say, we got to stay on topic because I don't want to have to edit this. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you're responsible for all the editing in this episode. I know, but it's going to be a nightmare. Um, What are some other bands? What did you guys listen to? Well, they didn't mention Seven Mary Three. They sure did. Wait, they did. Uh, she calls me a lion and a moose, a a bear. That's a little Seven Mary Three for you. I don't think you have to pay for that because that you didn't know, sound anything like <laughs> cumbersome by Seven Mary Three. Have we talked about? Uh, I have. Uh, no, no more, no more. Otherwise, we're gonna have to yep. pay for it. Good. Uh, have we talked about? I'm, I'm friends with Seven Mary Three. No, we have never talked about that. Why have we never talked about that? Um, I don't, it's, it's not, it's, it, it's never come up somehow. We've never just been talking, just like hanging out and been suddenly we, started we talking been, about Seven Mary Three. Okay, you're right. That's true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's not a lot to tell. They're from, uh, or they, I knew them when I was in Orlando and they were friends of my brothers and I became very close with the drummer and I would house sit for him and his two dogs. Wow. And I had never seen The Office ever, either British or otherwise. And he had DVR'd the first two seasons of The American Office, and I I watched them 
in the course of a day or two. And now to this day, if I hear the theme song from The Office, I think about Giddy's house. He's the drummer. Wow. <laughs> It's a great but story. I loved Seven Mary Three. I got to see them live many times. I got to see them open for Soul Asylum. Wow! You know who played before Seven Mary Three? Fucking Local H. Jesus, that's a fucking great show. Yeah, it was in the middle of the street in Orlando. Like oh. they'd closed down the street. We got music. And stage we got there. music. Oh. Did uh did they talk about Green Day? I don't remember if they did, but I was just talking with my girlfriend about Green Day, about how they had this crazy renaissance and they sort of like we were talking about would Nirvana have still been as memorable as they are today if Kurt Cobain hadn't died? Right. And I don't I, I would argue so. that they still I think that you can't argue that they they changed music. And whether it was them or just timing, it doesn't matter. They did. Mm-hmm. Would would they have still had the effect that they had if he hadn't died? I don't know, because they might have done what Led Zeppelin did and make some, like, end on, like, a terrible, terrible album or a couple of <laughs> shitty albums. Like, Led Zeppelin only put out, what, six or seven albums and the last two are garbage i think my opinion i feel like <laughs> i don't know opinion. if this is dark to say but i okay. feel like uh i feel like nirvana was always going to end untimely in kurt cobain's death i don't think there was ever a a long story a long nirvana story just because of, i think what made them great was the way that he lived his life which but do would, you not think only result in his uh, in his demise. Do you not like the Foo Fighters at all? They're all right. They're all right. Yeah. Interesting. They're all right. That's that's all I can say. You know what the Foo Fighters are? They're amazingly successful, and that makes me happy because I like their music being popular. I just I have weird taste. I have a very well. Everyone's got weird taste. That's what I got out of the whole music conversation. We've got this thing. I've got this hashtag going on these days. Hashtag not everything is for everyone. <laughs> we, That's a really long hashtag. Yeah, but it's worth it. <laughs> it's um, where with movies and TV movies especially, we've got this weird thing of like love it or hate it extremism because of social media and stuff it's easier to talk about things in those terms and it gets clicks and whatever that if we don't love or hate something collectively that it's that you're not you know you're not a part of come on everyone else loves it you know that's so weird because with music and stuff we don't do that we don't like most of us like different stuff or even if we like one band a lot together we still will probably like everything else different for the most part right i found that it, that was interesting what steve said about because i used to be like like steve where he because they were mike was saying because he's been in a band he can't just shit on music anymore which i found it super interesting mm-hmm. but steve was like that doesn't change it when you love movies but you can still shit on movies and i actually i used to be like that 
And I don't know when that changed in me where I stopped shitting on things and, and, and like right after you'd see a movie and then you'd try to like convince the people you saw it that they were wrong if they liked it or they <laughs> didn't like it to like, like really get into it. I used to do that and yeah. I, I don't, and maybe, maybe cause I'm, I'm going soft. Maybe I, my, I lost my edge. Maybe I lost my, my beard if you will. But, but I know it's because you know how hard it is to make a fucking movie. The fact that any good movie has come out ever is like a miracle. It's a miracle. <laughs> it's a total. Mi- the yeah. fact that any uh, or movie or even crazier a TV show, mm-hmm. if a TV show is good, there are there's such a committee involved in making these things that if anything is good, it's a fucking. Are we allowed to swear? Yep. Have we sworn? You're allowed Have just we, that one. Feel- <laughs> I feel like we haven't sworn, and you'll dip it. It'll be like Mr. Robot. You just like dip it, bleep it out. Or I, just, like, I'd rather they bleep know. it Nobody's... than the dip. I hate the dip. I hate the dip, oh, have too. Have you seen Mr. Robot? No, but uh, oh, in fact, you know what? Oh, okay. We're talking about bl- dipping the audio yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of bleeping. They, they, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dipping, dipping instead of bleeping. In fact, I think. I put my hand upon your hip. When I, <laughs> I dip, dip, you dip. We you dip. dip. We did. I think ble- I fucking loved. It's talking about music. I I I genuinely loved that song. I tried to yeah, pretend like I great. liked it. Ironically, I didn't. It it really like it spoke to me. I don't know that song. <laughs> what? Well, that's all the time we have, you guys. Uh, thanks a lot for listening. Uh, I'm Brett Register. It was like if you went to a house party during the era that we were in high school. And that song came on. That was your moment to make your move. If there's some girl that you've been, you know, hot for in the hallways and in the lunchroom, (laughs) I put my hand up on your hip. Uh, You dip. We dip. You fucking move in. Like, the song is telling you what to do. I love just... Watching it's an audible you. instruction manual. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, um... <laughs> speaking of West Coast hip-hop, I had to hide the two cassette... It's Wednesday, guys. It's Wednesday. That that sounded. Hold on. That sounded like somebody just jumped into the movie Inception. Like that something. What just happened? That was. We're now in a different layer of this podcast. That was the last dad. Wow. I told you Wednesday night they go up and then they come back a little while later. Um, I had to hide my Tupac Eyes on Me double Wait, cassette. We remember when we were being transparent at the beginning and we said what time it was. Should we yeah. do that again? <laughs> yeah, guys. It's eleven eleven. Make this a wish. A segment, this is a segment of our show we like to call uh, "Let's Be Transparent." It's now eleven eleven p.m. Woo! on on the Wednesday before this <laughs> podcast airs. So now it's even we're even closer to you. We we're we coming, travel we're coming forward for through time during this podcast, and now we're closer to you. We're in your house in time. We're Did, we're we're. Let's give it a few more minutes, and we'll be in inside your, your car with you. We're inside your car with you. Did Steve do the bit on this episode of the last one where he was talking to himself in the future in the car? Oh, I think it was this <laughs> I, one. 
Was it? Because I don't remember that. Uh, might have been the week before. Yeah, he was just. He said, "Hey, Steve, in the future, hope you're having a good day." Oh, it might have. Keep smiling. I'm also, I'm also really confused because I heard that a week ago, and they already recorded the new one tonight. <laughs> yeah. And so that's more in you're, my head. You're, you're living in the in the past and the future, man. Yeah, that's We're, exciting. Hey, that exciting is what it feels like when your brain is ripping in half. What? Yeah, oh, Chris. Well, I mean, or terrible. Yes, <laughs> Chris. I'm so glad we have you on the show tonight. Hey, um, Brett. Because I have next note, Hollywood Bowl parking. And I know that you go to a lot of Hollywood Bowl shows, (laughs) but I only went to one thing at the Hollywood Bowl ever. Yeah. And it was on like a fucking Sunday afternoon, and it was a thing for Madison. And uh, on the podcast, we call Mason Madison. He got renamed. Um, It was like a music thing. They played New Orleans jazz or something, and there was like a playtime. They made us pull in in these rows of cars right next to each other in a straight line and they stacked you up. So there was no possible way for you to exit unless everybody exits. Is that That's how it correct. always is? Yes, stacked parking. It's the worst. Yeah. The only the only But as, it's not just stacked Steve, like every inch is taken up. So yeah, it's, it's a nightmare. Until the very first person leaves, nobody can fucking leave. Yeah. Uh, if there if there are any Radiohead fans out there, it's like um, being like a packed like a can of sardines. I'm paraphrasing the title of that. Wow, I fucked that up. Guys, ignore that. If there are Don't any Radiohead fans Radio out there, they're band. fucking furious now. <laughs> great band. But Pat, you know what I'm talking about. Packed like sardines in a tin can. It's terrible. The parking is a nightmare. That's why what we do is we take a shuttle from the west side. But you take the shuttle and it you, a bus drives you all the way to the Hollywood Bowl right up to the front. You get out and then at is the it end, like a Hollywood Bowl shuttle. Yeah, it there is. Are, right? There are multiple. There are there oh. are multiple shuttles from multiple locations around town because the bus and system is so unreliable on how long it will take you to get it's, anywhere. I thought it's, you were saying it's you're not a bus. It's not a city bus. No, it's it's a okay. shuttle, which you, and you can purchase tickets on their website. Um, I I go to a lot of Hollywood Bowl shows. Um, I a couple of years ago, I got lucky enough. Some friends of mine do a box, and oh. they we you know we. It's really fun, and and so you go to three shows, uh, in a box, which is cr- insane. It's it's like like Louis C.K. has that joke about how first class is so much better than like regular flying Mm -hmm. (laughs) what and and yeah so the only way to do it as far as far as i'm concerned the only way to do it is to uber and uber's tough too because it's hard to get picked up you have to get get out of the maelstrom picked up from the hollywood bowl yeah 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 you have to get out of there you have to like go into a neighborhood you have to get the fuck away from the bowl because it's too crazy but the shuttle if is that's where you're coming and going because from. it's official it's official and it's very convenient and it's not that expensive and uh i, I love it i i i definitely i rely on it Dope. how long is the walk to hollywood and highland from hollywood bowl that's not that bad to hollywood and highland but even still even if you park at hollywood and highland you still have to get out of that parking garage and everybody parks there I mean, the Hollywood Bowl, I think, seats 10,000. 
And that's a lot of people. I mean, at least several thousand extra people are parking at Hollywood and Highland. Yeah. So I am super not. I'm just not going to go. Just Uber. No, just Uber. It's totally fun. Uber or I mean, you, have to con- uh, you could redline, too. I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm super busy. <laughs> just okay, so just busy. Just do that, too. Just don't go to concerts. Um, I'm going, I don't I'm think, going, I still, is I still Cake have still work. touring? Cake? No, Cake almost never tours. Yeah, see, I would go see Cake at the Hollywood Bowl. I like I think Cake. That's about it. You said you saw Craftwork? I, I would totally see that. No, Craftwork is coming up in a few weeks. Um, oh. And then Block Party and uh, Miss MSMR, if it's Miss Mister, I don't know how, what, how that's pronounced. Oh, Mr. you're going to all um, these? Yeah, I what we saw. I saw Brian Wilson um, this this season. Like I said, we we do a. I, I missed one of our box shows because I had to work. Um, don't quit. You guys, quit your it, job. It, it, yeah, if I can give you guys one piece of advice, take breaks. Don't work all the fucking time because it will ruin your goddamn life. And I apologize. Are you giving, if are you giving us that advice? Or are you giving our listeners that advice? I'm giving you guys aren't aren't taking that advice. So I'm giving I missed the that message. That I think. Advice. Yeah. No. I know. Well, but you have a kid, so it's different. But like, I don't have a kid. Yeah, I could but stop. I'm, working. I have a kid, and I'm I'm doing this podcast. Yeah. No, it doesn't One make sense two. to me. Your commitment to the podcast situation, I I. I at once am baffled by it, but I am also super jealous and envious of the, I don't know if it's the energy that you have or it's what it is. I, I just, I, my, my hats, I don't wear hats, but if I did, if I, I was supposed to be at Burning Man right now, but because I have to fucking work this weekend, I can't, I lost, I lost a bunch of money. It's a nightmare. I, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have even answered your text message, Brett today if i was a burning man like i'm supposed to be god damn it i've never been a burning man has steve ever been a burning man how about mike let's get back to the podcast <laughs> i wasn't super sure if that was gonna if that was ever gonna land that was incredible or if i was just eventually gonna fade it out and that was gonna be the end of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> Um, that was great. I uh, what do you guys think about so uh, this being your first episode, Chris? Steve's never it, been to Burning Man, but he wants to go. <laughs> I want to go so badly. Yeah. See inside info. That's what Owen's good for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> his contribution. There's a lot of there's a lot of value to this week's podcast with uh, the take the shuttle to the Hollywood Bowl stuff. How do we feel about uh, the show Dynamic Banter becoming? Like a music podcast for a minute, and this is your a first minute? and only episode. Have like sixty minutes. Well, you got to take it into consideration of all the episodes. Is this because uh, I? It's a sixty minutes. I felt like I could have listened to them talk about music for another couple hours. Uh, the only thing the that would have made that great would have been uh, getting to play the music. That's the hardest part Agreed. about talking with me, talking about music. If you can't play it, you're kind of missing the point. Yeah, and I wonder the age demo of the listeners. But for me, they were mentioning all stuff that I knew, that I grew up with and knew so well that it it caused it to play in my head. I didn't need the the cue. The, my favorite oddball mention was Piebald by Mike. I heard that. I don't know Piebald. 
You guys are. They, oh. they, what they, what they, was your was your brother in that band or something? No, I'm sure he knew him. They Do you guys? Does everybody? Called, did they? Does your audience know that, that your brother is a like a relatively well known? We mentioned with a it. bunch of bands musician. We mentioned it, and and, and, and looks almost almost a lot like you. He looks like he looks kind of like me. He looks way more like Dave Grohl. Yeah, which they talk about. They talk about Dave Grohl. I love that they talk about this is a call, and and uh, Steve talked about the, the fing- fingernails are pretty, fingernails are good, and which Mike so was funny like, I don't know what you're talking about. Sung that what are you in talking my head. about? Yeah, me too. And, f- and for the first time, was like, oh, that's what he's saying. Yeah. What is this? This album is garbage. <laughs> is what you said in your head, but but also the like. 18, 19 year old version of you is like, fuck yeah, fingernails are pretty and they're good. Seems like all it's you ever so wanted was a market. On, it's so weird that this came up this week because I've had such a uh, nostalgic music experience over the last few days because for some reason I started listening to Green Day. That's why I brought it up earlier and have gone through their entire, what is it? What is like a all their albums together? Disco- discography? Dis, discography, Music. something like that. M- music, um, and then all on their set, music. On set today, History. they were playing Counting Crows, uh, the one with the long December on it. Sha la 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 la, yeah. And followed that by Pinkerton by Weezer. That's a, that's a great album. That is a great album. I, I, I I went to Zia Records in Tucson Records. Shout out Zia Records. I've been there. Whoop, whoop. You have? Yeah. That's right, because you were in Tucson and Arizona. Mm-hmm. They, so they had one I up went in, there. Uh, I was, oh, no, Zia's only in Tucson, right? Or yeah, was there? Uh, I think there might, maybe there might there was be one in, Phoenix in Phoenix as well. Yeah, whatever. Sound, sound, sound station. Oh, man, you know what I could go for right now? EG's. Oh, man. EG's is great. Mm. Uh, and today we're sponsored by EG's. If you want to go get a, if it's like Subway sandwiches, if Subway sandwiches had like worse sandwiches but amazing iced slushy drinks, hell, which yeah. is what an EG is. They're so good. Oh. Um, hey guys, I'm back. What are you talking about? In Tucson. <laughs> hey Brett. Um, when I was a freshman in college, I went to Zia Records uh, the night before. Pinkerton was going to come out the Weezer's second album and I was like 96? hey are you guys doing a midnight sale <laughs> yeah 96 or 97 yeah and and I was like hey are you guys you guys doing a midnight sale they're like no we're not doing a midnight sale and it was almost midnight and I was like please well then just I'm here like let me they were like you should have been like great all right, um, all right I'm I just guess. gonna stand outside with a crowbar for the next hour <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna buy it. I'm gonna steal it, you motherfuckers. <laughs> um, and that's what I did. And Wait, so that's the album I still have. No, but they, I. But they, gave I, it but to they you? didn't. They didn't know. They didn't have a sale, but it was midnight, and they were like, "Fine, we'll sell it to you." Because back in the day, they couldn't sell you an album until the release date. Yeah, yeah. And now with online, they can. You can pre-order. You can whatever. Or also, who buys albums anymore? But like. Um, and I, I bought it, and I, I took it home to my dorm where I, I lived in a drug and alcohol-free dorm because when I went into – I didn't drink or do drugs. 
when I went into college and I was like, I want to be serious. I'm going to study. I want to be in a place where everybody's serious about studies. So I went to the drug and alcohol free <laughs> dorm. It's called Hopi at University of Arizona. And I came to find out that that is where all of the kids with drug and alcohol problems are placed. So it's kind of like going to prison and being like, I don't want any nonsense going on. I'll go to prison real quick and uh, be with yeah, all the inmates. Did you have inmates. a lot of random bag searches? No, but every single person, I was like, I want to be serious about my studies. And everybody was partying the whole time. I mean, it was where all the, the alcoholic teenagers are. <laughs> if, and if I had been more in, in touch with that side of myself at the time, would have been a great time. I wound up moving back home. Long story short, I love Pinkerton. It's a great album. There's an there is a song on that album that Rivers Cuomo wrote to a teenage Japanese girl. Mm-hmm. She was 18. You are 18 year old girl. Was she though? And we only have is, the the facts that the song gives us. I just realized Not that facts, he starts the, the whole song by saying I swear she's 18. Okay, yeah, guys, yeah. listen, no, you're listen, listen, not going to get anything out of the song yeah. if you don't know one right thing up out front. of the way. She was 18. Okay. Your honor, she is of legal age and I didn't do anything wrong. I swear to god. It's it's Anyway, it's a great album. All right, listen, I love, listen. I, I love that album. Yeah. Yes. We're going to keep talking about music. But by way of comments, uh, that's my transition into the comments. <laughs> Why did it, just, it just cut to an empty bed. <laughs> yeah. Lynn Crew asked. Actually, she doesn't ask. She just says, I was on the same page as Mike until he professed his love for DMB, Dave Matthews Band. Audible record scratch at Talkin' wow. Banter. No G. Uh, where where do you guys stand on Dave Matthews Band? I feel like there's a hard line in the sand, and you're on one side or the other. That's what there's it always no seems like. Dave Matthews Band fans. Yeah, and never really got into them. I didn't know that they were like a controversial band to like until way later. Well, here's the deal. I was fine with Dave Matthews Band, but I rode to school with this dude, and he was obsessed. And he had not only all the albums, but he had all the bootlegged live recordings. Oh, so yeah. in the early days of Dave Matthews, fans would trade live recordings, and I guess they encouraged them to record the show. Anyway, he would play the live recordings, and for me, um, uh, if you don't know how to end a song, that's not a reason to play music for for uninterrupted minutes. <laughs> Or like 30 minutes in their concerts. Their the, live shows are like, they play like five songs the whole time. Yeah, I can't deal with that. I need you to f- finish the fucking song. <laughs> I want you to finish the song now. Finish the song. Talking banter. This is the what most would you talk we've ever had. Yeah. And we've had a lot of music. Mike Falcone. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's Guess what? anything like Lynn Crew tweeted at us again, and she said, 
This is a follow up. We got a follow up tweet. Who said? She wrote, and then who? Who said? Who said? This is Lynn Crew. We're in the comments part of this hey, podcast. Hi, Lynn. She said, and then his Rob Thomas rage impression back on track. Oh, Boom. oh, oh, oh! She almost. I agree that that made me laugh out loud. The idea of Rob Thomas having having seen Rob, uh, Matchbox Twenty live with Alanis Morissette and Mute Math. Mute Math blew them all away as the opener. Um, Mute Math is my ex-girlfriend uh, Mike's favorite band. I think. I'm Seriously, I, I didn't know I, that. I might need to double check. I know he really, really likes Mute Math. Oh, they were amazing, and I I have since seen them live as headliners, and they were even more amazing. Yeah, no wonder uh, you think Mike's your friend already. Yeah, no, I I just I felt like I felt like I felt a real strong Mike. If you're listening, you're not, but if you are. They don't know this show exists. Real, it's well. I think that's best because you want to be able to keep this honest, right? That's that was our thinking. Listen, man, if you yeah. get a, if you get a lot of hashtag Chris Yeses going though, you might get nobody's going to be a guest Chris on the yes. Dynamic Banter podcast. Then you nobody can start wants your friendship me on with Mike, Banter. and then maybe offline a little bit. Maybe you know, maybe you guys go to the Hollywood Bowl. You should bring him to Hollywood IRL. Bowl. Yeah, and then you know, make your move as soon as as soon as the dip comes on, make your move. Wait, but who's Zoya? Is that his girlfriend or fiance? Fiance. Oh fuck! There's it's too advanced. still time. You guys, still time. It's too advanced still at this time. point. It's too advanced. I, I um, feel like I uh, oh oh I wanted to talk about something specifically. So speaking of. <laughs> God. <laughs> Speaking of rage against the machine, uh, I I I have a totally <laughs> different opinion on angry music than Steve does. Yeah, because he was like, I don't like to be yelled at, but I, when I'm in a bad mood, I think I do want to be yelled at. Mm. That's that's my goat. That's why rage ex- against machine exists as a band. Do you rage along? To be loud and angry. I rage. Do you scream? No, it's all internal. I mean, I have a kid, you know. Yeah. What about if like you start your freaking kid does out all the, the screaming street, for you? They they take the kid away. <laughs> um so I, I I feel like I feel like that's probably good. I don't think we need fan fiction this week cuz we had a guest. Great guest. One special thing. Send in your fanfic though, and we will get into it next week. Do, do you send that to talkingbanter at gmail dot com, but with no G in talking. Leave the G in <laughs> Gmail. Chris, yeah, thanks so much for coming, and being on. Thanks the podcast. for having me. I'm glad. I'm glad this was such a typical podcast. We get I just feel like this it all is... at once. <laughs> yeah, it's totally normal. We have time jumps every episode. No, that's on um, that's on the other podcast where we're talking about Lost. Yeah, because in Lost we're talking they, uh, about Lost, and then there's a chance I might watch Breaking Bad someday for the podcast. You fucker, you, you should. That's what people tell me. It, yeah, it's great. It bummed me out so much that 
we realized that you were watching Lost for the first time, and that you could, we, if we'd done it on Breaking Bad, you could have been watching that for the first time instead. <laughs> now I, I just do you I, think that's better, a better show? It still Breaking can. It, it's the best show. Breaking Bad's the best okay. show that's ever happened. I agree. Yeah, it's, I there's feel never like we'll been get an, there a narrative TV thing like it. Eventually, when when you guys do get to that, have me on on the episode that I co-edited. And and we'll talk about how awesome Breaking Bad is because <laughs> I agree. I Breaking Bad. I was the biggest Breaking Bad fan that I got to work on the show. is ridiculous. That's so That's, nuts we have, we have to fun, me. We have fun lives. That's crazy, man. I will be jealous forever. Don't worry. And lights out. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>